Welcome to the Happily Married in Love podcast with your host, Michael and Sherry Barnes. Hey, this is Michael. And Sherry. And this week we're starting some studies on couples in the Bible. Yes. So we thought it was really interesting to take a look at those because we see in the Bible you know, you've got everything that, you know, sometimes people kind of think like, well, you know, Bible can't really relate. Man, I mean, there is adultery going on. There's conspiracy. Mm-hmm. There's murder. There's incest. That's right. I mean, there's almost every every situation of man is actually there. Mm-hmm. Well, someone says, well, you know, my, my, my spouse is on some substance abuse. Well, you had some people getting, well, back then they had, you know, more alcohol than anything else. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you see that. So anyway, we're going to start in the book of Genesis with the very first couple, and that's Adam and Eve. Yes. And hopefully we share some things with you that you may not have seen before because we see something in theology that's called the law of first mentions. Mm -hmm. So what that means is when you see in Genesis chapter one and two and actually other parts of Genesis, you see God's original plan and intent. And as those first people you know, begin to walk things out, everybody that follows after them is going to be absolutely affected by what's going on. Right. All right. So let's go ahead and jump in in Genesis chapter one. I'm going to start with Genesis chapter one. If you want to open your Bibles, you don't have to, or you can just listen. It's verse 26. It says, God said, let us father, son, and Holy spirit make mankind in our image after our likeness. And let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame beast, and over all the earth and over everything that creeps upon the earth. So, and then verse 27 says, so God created man in his own image, in the image and likeness of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Okay. And then verse 29 excuse me, verse 28, and also we're reading out an Amplified Classic Version. So in case anyone's wondering what, tra- what translation are they reading? And say, God bless them. Bless means empowered to prosper. And said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it, using all its ma- vast resources in the service of God and man. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. So you see, now here's the context. Let's talk about Genesis chapter one, as we just read, mm-hmm. this is actually day six. Cause you know, every day he's, he's created something. He said, mm-hmm. let there be light, let there be, you know, land, let there be birds, you know, let, let the vegetation, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what you see here is as he, as the author is captured day six and kind of like a summary. But you catch, you know, the Lord has opened up. Here's this conversation that God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are having. And they're saying, here's what we're going to do. They're, they're, put, they're pronouncing a blessing on man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you see there, you don't see him actually, quote unquote, create him there yet. But in chapter two, he opens it up and says, oh, okay, here's how he created it. Actually, it goes back to chapter one. Mm-hmm. But before we go to chapter two, it's very important to look at verse 31 of chapter one. Right. Again, it sets the stage and it says, God saw everything that he had made and behold, it was very good. That includes Adam Mm -hmm. because Adam, this is the sixth day and he has created Adam by this point. 
And the, the language here says it was very good, suitable, pleasant. And he approved it completely. Mm -hmm. And there was evening and there was morning a sixth day. This is important because Adam was good. He was suitable. He was pleasant. Mm -hmm. God approved of him. So when God created man, a lot of people today blame God for stuff. It ain't his fault because he originally created the man right. He created man first. He created man first. Mm -hmm. You know, and some of the, some ladies said he was fine. <laughs> I probably <laughs> said that wrong. <laughs> but you see, it's important because day six, you know, he's done. He's created. Now, and when we go to chapter two, he's just backing up. He's unpacking. Mm -hmm. Here's here's really those events that were just summarized in chapter one. Okay. Right. All right, now we're going to drop down to verse 7. You want to pick that up? In chapter 2, verse 7. Yes. Right. It says, Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath or spirit of life, and man became living, a living being. Yeah, now the original Hebrew says man became a speaking spirit like God. That's important because mm -hmm. that speaks to he is now, the, if, if I can use some of the, he's a chief regent on the satellite office called Earth because mm -hmm. the head, headquarters kingdom is heaven. <laughs> so right, right. that becomes important because anybody who comes after him is going to be affected by whatever's going on with him. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So then we know he planted a garden. All right. So. As you drop down, you know, the Lord, okay, verse 15, the Lord God took the man, Adam, and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and guard and keep it. Mm -hmm. All right, so here's a question that I have. If Adam's the only person on the earth, and it's only God and the angels that were around, mm -hmm. and there's animals, right? who in the world is he guarding it from? Or what is he guarding it from? He's guarding it from anything that come in that's, that's against what's supposed to be going on. Good point. Anything that's coming on. It, because you kind of take it for granted. You know, because I like this translation because it says, one, he's got to guard it. Mm -hmm. But also, God gave him work. So, young ladies, if you got a guy that, you know, he might be fine, but he ain't working, he's out of order. Out of order. <laughs> And guys need to, you know, your first thing, God give you work. Work is and work is a four-letter word, but it's not a bad four-letter word. Right, right. <laughs> you know, that if if you want to try to take on and take responsibility for some young lady, you need to have a job. You need to have work. Now, even mm -hmm. if you have your own business, whatever, but you have work. You have a purpose. You have sent some sense of mission and purpose going. Right. Okay, so that you see right there, verse 15. So, young ladies, we just gave you something. If you're dating... You can pull that out and say, what kind of work you got? <laughs> right. The woman should not be working for the man. That's not, that's, that's out of order. I mean, she can be working, but the man needs to have purpose and a job exactly. first. Take, I mean, right. just use us, for example. When I met you, you were working and going to school. Going to school, right. But you were working too. But yeah, but right, yeah, I but was preparing. Correct. You know, to take care of you. You didn't, you right. didn't approach me and say, hmm, I'm doing nothing really. Oh. I just maybe I'm going to work and maybe I'm going to school. You know that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have set well in my household anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Okay. You couldn't have been a sugar mama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to take care of you. Okay, all right. No, I'm just saying, no. I wouldn't have been comfortable with that or not. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, so here's verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and blessing and calamity, you shall not eat. For the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. Now, the reason we're talking about that, we're, we're going to get to Eve in a moment. Mm -hmm. But the reason we're talking about that is God gave Adam this commandment and he was clear on the commandment. Mm -hmm. And someone says, well, maybe he misunderstood or maybe, you're, uh, you know, no, if you read on, we're not going to read it now. But if you read on in this chapter, you see the mental capacity spiritual capacity that Adam had that he could name every species of animal that were mm -hmm. on the earth at the time that the Lord God called him. And the Lord says, whatever he called him, that was the name of it. Man. Talk about authority. Talk about ability. Intelligence. And intelligence. And remember, okay, I don't know, just for round numbers, say there was a thousand creatures he brought mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. He gets to 999, names it, hits the thousand one. And then- wow to still be able to go back to number one and still remember it perfectly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So you, you see Adam's here now up into this point, Adam is seeing male and female. He saw, you know, Simba and, uh, Le the, the, whatever his name is from, from like, he's like, Oh, they got one, you know, you know, then there, you saw the bird. There's a male and female bird. There's female, you know, there's a male and female dolphin, you know, or mm -hmm. elephants, but he's like, he's by himself. Mm -hmm. But you see, the Lord said it's not good for man to be all one. He needs someone who is suitable for him. And that's you're going to find that in verse 20, right? We're on verse 18 right now. It's not good. Sufficient satisfaction that man shall be alone, make him a help me. Suitable oh, okay, right. And adapted complimentary for him. Thank you. Right. And so now we're seeing the introduction that God saw and said, it's not good for man to be not alone, but all one. That's really, if you look at that, it's, you know, alone is a compound word over the time that has now, yeah. but it used to be all one, which means he was all into himself. He had no other complimentary person. You know, he was, he was just within him. You know, he had no object of love that was like him. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, he could have had a pet dog or something or a wolf or whatever, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. And you're right. So as the female comes in, females are originally designed to be helpers. Mm -hmm. That does not sub that's not subservient. It's that's not. not to be under somebody's feet. But that means you guys are created or you you all are created in such a way that you are suitable, adapted and complementary to the male man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You as the female man. Right now, since we're talking about theology here. Man is the name of a class of spirit. Mm -hmm. There's God, there's man, there's angels, there's demons, mm -hmm. but man isn't. So that's why there's a male and female man. Right. That's in scripture. When you read man, it, it's encompassing exactly. unless he specifically calls out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So women, you all are, are designed that way. And it, it behooves a, a good husband, a husband, if he's smart to say, She's really here to be suitable to compliment me. I don't have, you know, I, I, I shouldn't have to take a role of, I need to dominate her. Yeah, 
you you know, going back to what I read earlier, where where God originally said Adam there first. Eve wasn't there, but she was in him, but mm -hmm. she wasn't separated out from him. Right. So as the rule of first mention, Adam bore the responsibility of relationship, of training her of what God said, mm -hmm. protecting, guarding, and providing a covering for her. Right. That's why later on, well, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but he bore the responsibility and was fully aware. Mm -hmm. And it was up to him to make sure she was up to speed. Right. Not that she was stupid, but she wasn't there when he gave her the commandment. No. And the scripture doesn't tell us that God came back and, hey, Eve, since you weren't here, let me bring you up to speed. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say that. No. But, it, you know, but it, we read into it that it, it was on Adam's responsibility. Right? Yep. Cool. That's right. Anything else? No, I was just going to say that just shows you that they that they were they were on one accord. They were mm -hmm. walking together. So he's like, let me make sure Eve knows as much as I know. Right. You know, but I'm quite sure she knew some things because God made her just as intelligent as, as Adam. Mm -hmm. But it was good that they both were on the same page, you know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So then verse 21, it said, the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. So he anesthetizing. That's our first surgery. <laughs> he's knocked out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and while he slept, he took one of his ribs. You know, we, we talk about ribs. The original language said took a part, you know, or a part of his side is and closed it to place. All right. And so she he brings her to him. And then Adam said, this is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman or womb to man because she was taken out of man. All right. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and mother and shall become united and cleave to his wife and they shall become one flesh. I think it's a key point here that we need to bring out before we run out of time that you, you mentioned it. They were together. So mm -hmm. as you see, he pulled her. He didn't pull her from his foot. Nope. Which means she was never designed to be under him. Mm -mm. She didn't pull him from his head. No. Which means that she was supposed to govern over him. No. 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 She pulled him from his side. And right. I, I mean, the scriptures, if I can use some holy imagination or sanctified mm -hmm. imagination, mm -hmm. I would tend to believe that he, he probably took it from the left side, which is close to his heart. Right. You know, because even I remember when uh, we were preparing for our, you know, wedding practicing, I remember our director said, hey, um, make sure she's on your left side. No, I'm sorry. We were videotaping somebody's wedding mm -hmm, years ago. Mm -hmm. And I remember the coordinator told the groom that says, make sure she's on your left side so she can be close to your heart. Wow. I was like, I never forgot that. I was That's like, powerful. oh, that is That's good. powerful. Yeah. I'll say. So you see, and then verse 25, the man and his wife were both naked. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that that's beyond just the physical, you know, they weren't wearing the St. John suits. <laughs> <laughs> no, or whatever. Right. They were naked, which that talks about vulnerability, and they mm -hmm. were not embarrassed or shame in each other's presence. Right. That's key again, because we see from a relationship standpoint, as we're together as one, I understand my role and the, the, the responsibility I shoulder that, you know, the, as a husband and you as a wife, you, you, you come, you come in and I acknowledge that you are complimentary to me, mm -hmm. you know, and that fair. And then it's my responsibility to help that. And then you've got a part to play that you come to help. 
not to rule, not to take over, not to change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's another talk. We'll talk <laughs> about that later because sometimes women get in there and that's their whole goal is to change that guy. Right. I mean, well, I mean, if he's still wearing holy T-shirts and, you know, his underwear is three weeks old. <laughs> yeah, she needs to change. <laughs> you know, there's some change in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were together. But, I mean, verse 25 to me is so, said they were both naked and were not embarrassed or ashamed in each other's presence. So you see God's original intent that we, in relationship, there's that level they were vulnerable and open now, I could hear somebody argue with, like, look, they were the first people on earth. They didn't have jobs. They didn't have life. Yeah, they were new. Everything was new. So how could you? <laughs> right. But, you know, they still could have been like, um, you know, these animals got coat for coats. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a fro coat. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? You know, but they were covering the glory of God. Okay. So then now. All right. Let's jump over to chapter three. And we're probably going to finish this up next time Um, because we see in chapter three, the serpent shows up. All right. And the serpent's having this conversation with Eve to the point where, and you could tell by what she says, she didn't fully understand it. So somewhere in the communication, she and Adam broke. That was the first sign of breakdown of communication. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So we're in chapter three. Uh, for time's sake, we're going to hit this quick, and then we're going to have to pick up next time. Okay. The serpent was more subtle or crafty than any living creature of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, can it really be that God has said, you shall not eat from every tree of the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit from the trees of the garden. True statement. Mm-hmm. Except the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden. True statement. God has said, you shall not eat of it neither shall you touch it lest you die that part was wrong because yep, it, it scripturally doesn't say you can't touch it yeah. never said that he said don't eat it don't eat it and actually because they were supposed to tend and keep it there was some responsibility that he had to be a gardener mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. okay so and the thing about it is obviously then we know the serpent you know she tells him hey you know you know god knows the day you do that you're going to be like god and this, the, the one key here is verse six. When the woman saw that the tree was good, suitable, pleasant for food, and that was delightful to look at, and the tree to be desired in order to make one wise, she took up this fruit and ate. And she gave some also to her husband, and he ate, which means Adam was right there with her. Okay, so. I haven't found this scripture where it gives us a time frame of how long they were together before the fall. Mm-hmm. But whatever time it was, you could see that they were working together. They were on one accord. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Adam was like, hey, I'm about to go take a 200 mile walk. I'll see you in eight hours. <laughs> right. Maybe he did, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe it's like, hey, you know, I don't really feel like going today. You know, you just go on and go. You know, I'm going to sit here, you know, or whatever. I, right. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe she learned underwater basket weaving or something. I, I don't <laughs> you, you know. Whatever. It doesn't tell us that. But we're going to assume that <clears throat> they spent time together. Mm-hmm. That obviously they may have had time to go apart and do whatever. But let's assume that they were together. They were flowing. So the responsibility that he bore, like we talked about earlier, he had the commandment. He knew clearly 
and he listened to the deception that was going on. Because in the book of Titus, and I think also in Timothy, forgive me for not having the reference right, it gives a commentary on how Eve was deceived, but Adam was not. So that made this a treasonous thing. All right, now we're going to wrap this up because this now affects broken relationships. All right, verse seven, and the eyes of them both were open and they knew that they were naked. So now, you know, now there's that shame to come and they mm -hmm. sig they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves apron like girdles. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. We see now fear, shame, hiding. Yeah. That that openness is now gone. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that they're not vulnerable anymore. So now every other relationship has to deal with that where the original plan is gone. And that's mm -hmm. why it that's why marriage and that's why relationship is so much work now. BC going back to here because I believe originally it wasn't designed like that. That doesn't mean you don't get to know each other. Right. That doesn't mean you right. don't spend time. Sound like you But yeah. I was gonna ask, um, mm -hmm. you know, when it says all these things that happen because uh, of what they did, I think yep. that that is yep. kind of what, you know, mm -hmm. has caused it when it's, that was a curse that was put upon the earth. Yep. When it says, I put in enmity between you and the woman, mm -hmm. you between your offspring and her offspring. Right. That's a, that's a prophetic thing. Go right. ahead. Right. I, I mean, I, it has something mm -hmm. to do with female problems, you know. Um, yep. Mental problems. Oh, <laughs> the, the Verse 16 is what you're talking about. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your grief and your suffering in pregnancy and the pangs of childbirth bearing with spasms of distress. You will bring forth children. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> messed up, messed up, Eve, messed yeah. up. Now, yet your desire and craving will be for your husband and he will rule over you. Whoa. Now, that's the negative piece of it, right? That's, Correct? Yeah, it's a bit of the negative. You know, um, wow. We, you know, we, we were had to unpack that in another class. <laughs> I keep saying that because that whole desire and craving now, which, which speaks to, she didn't have that before. She didn't need to crave. Mm -hmm. She didn't need, so something's lost. Yeah, so there's an imbalance. There's an imbalance. And then this scripture says, and he will rule over you? Wow. You see, there's a, there is changed, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, now as people understand that now, the question is, what's the takeaway for folks? Right. You know, um, you know, you know, then God speaks to Adam about the curse. You know, he's, you know, that's why now you're laboring, you know, thorns and thistles, the mm -hmm, sweat of mm -hmm. your brow, you know, y you know, it's going to be hard. You got to put the grind on now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whereas before you didn't have the grind like that. Right. But now he's got it. Mm -hmm. But the takeaway for folks is, is the question. So what is the takeaway for them? Is understanding, one, where we have fallen from as mm -hmm. a people. You know, as, as, as people born on the earth, as, as mankind, humankind, we have fallen because of Adam. Right. Okay. We see the perfect relationships, which was originally there, is not there. Mm -hmm. You got to mm -hmm. work at it. Right. But in Christ, he helps take us back. So we don't have that. Mm -hmm. Where there's a place where, as we're endeavoring to know him collectively as a couple and individually, things do get you much easier. Mm -hmm. 
the level of vulnerability increases, you know, um, you know, they, they we're able to relate better to one another and flow together one, one with another. Mm-hmm. But if you have one one spouse really pursuing that and the other one's not, you're going to have the unbalance and you're going to have the desire and craving on one side and you have the ruling on the other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's really sad. Yeah, it is. But this is this is reality of mm-hmm. what is going on on this earth. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of it's just getting worse when people are not following what God's telling them to do or what mm-hmm. God's said in his in his word originally on what we should be doing as believers right so what do you think people what, what's the takeaway i would say the takeaway would be to reread these three chapters mm-hmm. and and go over the scriptures that we that we shared mm-hmm. and talk about it with your spouse or your 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 significant other your boyfriend girlfriend whatever you all discuss this and say you know where just think about the things that you that you see and what's going on now on the earth and saying, how does this all come into play? You know, because we're just sharing what we know mm-hmm. to try to help you. So, yeah, you know, that was that was something that I would like to say. I mean, I don't right. do you have any any other comments. Well, if they're married, they can do it naked and not be ashamed. That <laughs> <laughs> <It> figures. <laughs> Have that conversation naked and under- <laughs> if they're married. <laughs> if they're not married, you need to hold off on that. <laughs> but anyway, oh, wow. now um, I think that's good. I think it really is good because as we're, you know, in the the later podcast where we're going to be having, we're going to be looking at you know at um, Abraham and Sarah, right. Isaac and Rebecca, mm-hmm. and you know that. Oh, I, well, when we get to Jacob, Leah, and Rachel, oh, wow. with his brother married two sisters, I give it to him. He's an ambitious man. Right, and they did not have a threesome. <laughs> no, they didn't, but they had competition. Competition. Oh, competition. Man, talk about competition. Then you know, even Samuel, who was a prophet, you know, there was a in an, an environment that he was in, there was competition. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you have when you have more than one woman in the house, and they're married to the same guy. Wow. Yeah. Conflict. Yeah. yeah you guys don't want to miss these next few weeks of uh, <laughs> right. of podcasts that we're going to be sharing. I'm, I mean, I'm excited just talking about mm-hmm. what we talked about today with Adam and Eve, and I'm praying that you guys get this today. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm praying that you get it because it's going to wake wake you up spiritually like this is where we're at and this is what the Bible is sharing. Anything God's sharing, I'm I'm with him. <laughs> we're with him together and it's it's just a powerful time. Yeah, that's it. That sounds good. So, that's going to be a wrap for this one. So, definitely stay tuned for our next one. So, until next time, this is Michael and Sherry. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Happily Married in Love. For more information, check us on multiple platforms such as Anchor FM, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Also, check us out on Instagram at Happily Married in Love.